G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes pain happens in our lives. It just does, and we can't avoid it. Other times, it's self-inflicted. Sad, but true. And one of the ways we manage to do that is through our own selfishness. Selfishness promises a lot, but actually, what it does is it causes us pain. Diamond and welcome to A Different Perspective as we kick this week off with the next message in this series called Pain Relief for the Soul. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus to become all that he created you to be. It's great to be with you at the beginning of another week. And today, today we're continuing our series of messages called Pain Relief for the Soul. We all experience pain as much as we wish it wasn't true. Some pain in life is inevitable. A loved one dies, unemployment, children suffering. There is some pain that comes our way that we simply cannot avoid. But, and this is a big but, many people living much of their lives in self-inflicted pain. Let me say that again. Many people are living much of their lives in self-inflicted pain, the sort of pain that happens because of our own immaturity. Something happens. They react more like a child than an adult, and as a result of their reaction, they experience pain. Stimulus response, stimulus response, over and over again, just as we saw last week, like Pavlov's dogs, that famous experiment on behaviour. And one of those immaturities, the one that we're going to look at today, is our selfish desire. It begins quite early on in life. Two children, not even old enough to walk, will fight over a toy, both wanting it for themselves. It's an amazing thing to watch. I don't know if you've ever done that, how early selfishness takes hold of us as children. In fact, when we watch children, what we discover is that selfishness is our natural state. And part of growing up is learning to let go of that selfishness. Problem is that many, many people never ever do. And that simple immaturity, our own selfish desire, is one of the biggest sources of pain in life imaginable. You and I, we both have needs. Physical needs and emotional needs and spiritual needs, and that's part of life. It's an important part of life, making sure that our needs are met. There's nothing wrong with that. But in our society, we've turned looking after ourselves, looking after our own needs, protecting ourselves into something of an art form. And that art form has a name. It's called selfishness. And it's nothing new. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Corinth in the first century, he had this to say, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 20. For I fear that when I come, I may find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish. I fear that there may perhaps be quarrelling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. It's quite a list, isn't it? And right smack bang in the middle of this list is selfishness. So what is it? We think of other people being selfish, not ourselves. Surely not me. Yeah, right. So what is this selfishness thing that so easily, so naturally, so unassumingly 
grips our lives. Well, here's a dictionary definition of selfishness. It's a person, action or motive lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with their own personal profit or pleasure. That's what my dictionary tells me. And in that passage that we just read from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, it literally means the word selfishness. Well, it's the idea of electioneering, of putting yourself forward, of courting distinction, of of getting other people to vote for you. In fact, the only other place in antiquity where we find this same Greek word used by Paul here for selfishness is by Aristotle, where he uses it to mean a self-seeking pursuit of political office by unfair means. A selfish person is someone who promotes themselves. It's someone who puts themselves first, someone who promotes their own interests, someone who will pursue self-gain, whatever the means, dishonest, unfair, to promote themselves and to put themselves first. You see an awful lot of that in this world, don't you? And if the truth be known, this selfishness thing is something that grips us all too easily. It's so natural because protecting our needs and our rights and our wants comes very naturally to each one of us. So why does it cause such pain, this selfishness? It's kind of weird because it promises so much. Selfishness promises that if we pander to ourselves, we'll feel better. We'll get what we want. If we're selfish and tread on the next guy to get what we want, then we win and they lose. And that's what it's all about. A perfect outcome, we think to ourselves. And whilst my selfishness may hurt others, so what? It makes me feel good when I get what I want. Just like those two toddlers fighting over a toy. It's my toy. I want it. Give it to me. And when the stronger one wins, he laughs while the other one cries. That's what's supposed to happen. That's that's the promise that selfishness holds out. But it's not what happens. Selfishness is in fact one of the greatest causes of pain on the planet because it draws fire from all directions. Gary Larson is perhaps one of the funniest and most irreverent cartoonists who's ever been. One of my favourite cartoons is Far Side Cartoons. Is the one of the two reindeer with big antlers and they're standing up on their hind legs in the forest and one of them has a red and white bullseye painted on the chest and the other guy says it's a hell of a birthmark, Hal. You see, I think that's funny. But, you know, when it comes to selfishness, it's exactly the picture and it's exactly the right one because selfishness is a birthmark. It's something that we're each born with. And when we live it out, it draws the fire of hell on us. And Satan, the enemy, just loves that. When I'm selfish, I trail on other people, I destroy relationships. My selfishness then brings anger and strife and jealousy upon me because the whole of my life becomes a competition to get the things I want. It's my toy. I want it. I have to get it. Selfishness is the pivot point in that list that Paul writes in 2 Corinthians. Here's the list again. I fear that there may perhaps be quarrelling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. All the others... Quarrelling, jealousy, anger, slander, gossip, conceit and disorder fall out of that one right smack bang in the middle of the list. Selfishness. Friend, those things cause us pain. Selfishness promises so much, but it only brings us pain. Again, the Apostle Paul has a solution for us. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Don't do anything from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each one of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of 
of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, didn't regard his equality with God as something he should exploit. Instead, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And because of that, God exalted him and gave him the name that's above every name. See, winning is losing, and losing, on the other hand, is winning. When we give up the fight, the 24 by 7 competition of meeting every selfish desire, and it's such hard work. Do you realise what hard work it is being selfish? When we give it up, all of a sudden that birthmark goes away. We stop drawing fire. And it's that fire that hurts us. Fire from the world, fire from other people, and fire from the devil himself. When we start putting others first, we build relationships rather than destroying them. And when we put others first, do nothing out of your own selfish interests, then we're living life like Christ. It costs us something to put others first. It it costs Jesus his life, a brutal death on the cross. Yet he humbled himself for our sakes. That's the model. That's where freedom is. It seems that giving up selfish desires is going to cause us pain in the short term. Sometimes it does. But ultimately, God's way brings a joy and a peace and a security that words can't describe. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.